This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hi, I'm Jules Von Hepp. Hello, I'm Sarah Powell. And welcome to Wobble, a podcast about happiness and body confidence. Because we all wobble. In this week's episode, we have got celebrity beauty therapist and facialist Nicola Joss. Now, Nicola trained me in spray tanning. I was Nicola's assistant and obviously I work in beauty um, and I am a big champion of saying I look at all different types of bodies, all naked bodies and you know really everybody has their same hang-ups but I wanted to bring on Nicola because Nicola has worked with all level of people from non-famous to famous, all different shapes, all different sizes, all skin tones and her whole ethos on life is so infectious and she's one of those incredible people who really open your eyes to being alive I think. Absolutely and we went to her house, her amazing house. Sarah nearly ate her out of house. Oh my gosh I did, she was like can you go I've got nothing left. Um, But you may hear as well this was lovely, she's got a dog, she's got a great Dane called Maud I mean, we just had a riot with that afternoon, didn't we? Um, so you may hear a little bit of Maud and also something else that was lovely. We were in her kitchen recording this and upstairs her boys were playing. They were playing on uh, computer games. They came down, they were like, it's a really popular computer game. I'm surprised you haven't heard of it. I was like, look who you're talking to. We're part of the Super Nintendo <laughs> generation. <laughs> I still don't know what a SNES is. Um, but we absolutely loved having Nicola on Wobble. So, it's Wobble on tour. Wobble on tour. Wobble's out and about. We've left the studio and we are delighted to have Nicola. Hi. Hi. Thanks so much for being on. And thank you. I mean, Nicola's fed us. We've got Maud here. Maud's the Great Dane, who's currently on the lookout for another ginger oat cake. Yes, and could bark at any moment. (laughs) Yes, so if you hear Maud creeping around, don't be alarmed. Well, we wanted to have... There she is. <laughs> but we wanted to have Nicola on today because you and I have worked together for, God, for 10 years, I feel, for a long mm-hmm. time. Um, 
And obviously, like, from my side, being a spray tanner, I've seen lots of naked bodies, and I am a real champion of body confidence. But I wanted you to come on, because you're a beauty therapist. You must work with thousands of bodies every month. You must have seen so much. I wanted... Because I think there's a lot of people... We are so used to taking our clothes off because we work in beauty, and we're very used to having treatments, and we're used to doing that. But there are so many people out there who are body conscious that maybe they feel scared of that moment. And talk us through when a client comes to you and how you treat them and calm them, but also all the variations of things that you've been exposed to. Okay, um, yeah, I've seen thousands and thousands and thousands of bodies. I've been doing this for a long time. And I'm really lucky, I guess, to have worked with so many women and men. Predominantly women I see naked, to be fair. And they are very self-conscious. We're all self-conscious. I'm self-conscious. And I think um, it's about initially making them feel really comfortable. So I treat everyone like my sister. Lovely. Yeah, I do. And actually, I'm doing some training at the minute, training therapists, and I'm retraining them. And we're starting at basics, and we're starting with therapy room etiquette. And I use those three words, and I ask, I ask the therapists what they think therapy room etiquette means. And a lot of them say, well, it's how the room's set up, and it's how, how you have the lighting. And actually, it's not. It's about the etiquette of how you behave, and how you command the space, and how you initially and immediately make your client feel comfortable, mm -hmm. and how you look at your client from within. So you don't look at their body shape, or the colour of their hair, or the colour of their skin, or the age of them. You look at the light of your client, that shining light like that's inside them and you don't look at the aesthetic you don't take on board how they feel so sometimes a client will come in she'll be a bit, a bit cold or you know a bit bitchy or a bit depressed or a bit raw with you mm. and it's very easy as a therapist to add on their emotion you don't mirror their behavior but you look at the light that's within them because if a client's in front of you then she's she wants something from you. She's needy. She wants to feel better. She wants to look better. She wants a bit of time out. She wants to lie down. She wants to get away from the kids screaming or the argument with the husband or the Ocado shopping that's coming in or the fact the dog's pooed on the carpet, whatever it is that goes yeah. on in our yeah. lives. And when you look beyond that with a client and you just look and have empathy, that shines through from your, yourself as a therapist and it does immediately put people at ease and it's about that because we're all conscious of our bodies you know I work with a lot of supermodels and actresses and very beautiful aesthetically beautiful and very pleasing to the eye human beings but they're still very conscious of how they look or that saggy little bit of fat at the back of their bum or whatever it is you kind of have to look beyond the aesthetic and just look at the human being and it's so important nowadays as well to look at the human being and internally think about how they're thinking and because I work in an industry that's aesthetically led or beauty led but really it's a wellness industry and we work with lots and lots of different types of women body mm. shapes tones of skin age of them but you really have to be aware of how to put them at ease very quickly and when you do that you immediately build a, a connection and that connection sees you right through your treatment yeah. and it sees you right through your journey with them as a client as well so they're comfortable and safe and secure and they will get a better treatment and they will remember that treatment and come back to you yeah i mean there will be people listening 
that will think, oh, yeah, but Nicola, you've never seen one like mine. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, you've never seen a bottom like mine, yeah. or you've never, you know, you say that, but actually you've never seen bingo wings quite like mine, so... Yeah. And it's just not, it's not true. You it's have seen not, it all. <laughs> it's not true. I've seen it all, and I've seen it all globally, so culturally as well. So I have seen the biggest bingo wings and <laughs> the biggest bums and the smallest bums and the lots of cellulite and dimpled skin and rough skin and patches and then you look even beyond that to to things like vitiligo, so where you've got patches of different skin colour. Mm. Um, and, and aesthetically, perhaps not normal looking bodies. So lots of women that have had mastectomies or women that are, and men that have, you know, part of a limb missing mm. or have had an operation. So they maybe have a stoma bag or whatever it is. You come across, I've come across probably every type of body image you can even think of and more. I feel like I'm completely the same. Like if you, there's never a moment where a client takes off their clothes and I stare at something or I'm shocked because I've seen it all before. Mm-hmm, yeah. Everything you were saying then, like, but I think there was a lovely moment what you said, and I think it's so true. And I think that's definitely what rubbed off from you to me when you were training me is when somebody comes into your space, it's not about their body, it's about their inner light. And I say that you can see someone's soul through their eyes, mm-hmm. and that's what you're supposed to connect with. And that's how I try to treat people throughout life, regardless of whether I'm in the treatment room or in their home giving a spray tan but I'm just with them. And it's about them as a human being, as opposed to their body or that maybe area that they hate. And what's the most common thing that men and women apologize for before a treatment? It's funny, actually. The most common thing they apologize for is parts of their body that I'm I'm probably not dealing with. If I'm doing a facial, so, oh, I haven't done my bikini liner. Oh, I've got cellulite. Oh oh my God, my arms are a bit... I mean, Mm. it's just, actually, there's not one thing, Jules, because everyone has a hang up about a certain part of their body, if not two. So Mm -hmm. actually, there's a a vast variety Mm. of hang ups that people will apologize about that actually I don't even see they're coming into my treatment room and whether I'm spray tanning them, giving them a body massage or facial, whatever it is, and sometimes it's just their eyebrows, let's say it's anything. (laughs) It's just about making them understand that they've come into my space, but this is about them. I remember um, we've got a family friend who does all my mum's beauty stuff. So she'll come Mm. to the house. And I remember her always saying when she was waxing us, she was like, we're not looking. We're not looking. We're We're really Mm. not interested, actually. We're here to do the job, which is to get the direction that the hair's growing. That's right. I think the thing as well is is beauty therapists or people that work in the beauty industry, but with bodies, not so much makeup or hair, but with bodies. We're a certain type of person, so we tend to have slightly more empathy, Mm. less judgment. We work from the heart with our hands, so we don't look at you and judge. No. There's no meaning to that for us, because our job is about making you feel better. So everyone comes in looking the same. There is no focus on any part, or it would be the growth of the hair, or which part of the body that you're going to be massaging on. What you're focusing on is how does she feel? Is she stressed? And if she is, I'm going to use this oil, or I'm going to put the lights down at this level. 
you know it's about how I can make her feel better not focusing on how she looks and everyone will apologize for their bodies it's mm. one of the most heartfelt saddest things that I come across is when an apology is made for someone that's got a healthy body mm. that the home that they live in and with the girls that I work with and the guys that I work with my team and when I'm training it's about making them understand that the focus is on the person like making the person feel better because we live in a society where aesthetically we're beaten up every single day by everything on every level so it's hard to walk through a whole day without feeling bad about something that's attached to your body yeah it's well, hard I often we've said this before on Wobble don't I don't look down some days you know <laughs> I have those days where it, it's such a weird disconnect mm-hmm. because actually I read something the other day that said our body we need our bodies more than our bodies need us yes Do you I mean we need to have that connection and that relationship like it's so important Mm. and so many I mean I'm really guilty of it just being somewhere else in my head and almost like waiting for this time when I can love my body it's a really really odd thing and I'm I'm really focusing on it at the moment I'm really trying hard to say oh I used to hate my body not oh I hate my body you know just changing that that dialogue that goes on I think it's true it is dialogue because people say to me oh I've started to do yoga and then I'll feel better about my body or I'm gonna I'm going to start meditating therefore I will start to be more more comfortable in my own skin and those are almost excuses that we use to stop having to focus on actually loving ourselves and loving our bodies and you're very right this is our body so it should be our most precious item you know it's nice to buy nice shoes and nice handbags but actually to invest in your body yeah and and sometimes the investment is just love self-love yeah Mm. so it's about just focusing on the fact that yeah I don't have the same hip shape as my sister or my best girlfriend or maybe my boobs are slightly saggier than my cousins or the girl that lives next door but that's your body so it is about embracing it and it goes back to when I see the thousands and thousands of women that I've seen over the many years that I've been doing the job that I do it's those that are the happiest are those that are the ones that love their bodies and don't care that their boobs are a bit misshapen. 100% agree with you yeah. it's, it's exactly you have those certain types of clients that just come in and they just take their clothes off Bouncy. and don't here I am in in the tent and it's actually really rare that you get those clients because mm-hmm. actually the majority is apologizing for body and really hating can't wait to get dressed mm-hmm. or looking down when they're naked and it's it's a really weird state of mind that this is what the world is when actually it should be the other way around looking at other people's bodies made how has that affected your body confidence because for me having worked with so many different types of bodies every single day I actually really like my body now and I don't think I did when I first started doing it but it made me just accept that oh everyone has stuff like this and you know my body's no different from anybody else's yeah it's true I agree a hundred percent with you however I've always had body issues always And I think that has come from shyness and my personality of always being shy, especially when I was younger. But I have an acceptance for my body, an acceptance for the fact that I'm healthy, so that I I focus on my breath and my stature and the way I wear my clothes to make me look what I would regard as better in my own body. I know my body's fine and it's healthy and it's great and it's doing what it needs to do and I am very accepting of it, but... I think I'm like everyone else as well, Jules. I still have my hand ups. Mm. I mean, I'll, you know, I, if I were to go and have a spray tan, I would probably 
think about apologising about something like, oh, I'm really bloated because I'm on my period or yeah. I'm really bloated because I ate you. I think as a society, it's so sewn into our dialogue, our daily conversations with each other that we almost say it without thinking. Yeah, but that's just emphasising it more and more and yeah. more. And there's, it's exactly what I mentioned earlier that I was reading that, and we do it, and even if you're just doing it because it's your joke, it, it's your thing that you always put yourself down, you always do that and you always, but actually you're really emphasising a dialogue about your body that's turning into a, a really strong it's belief. Re- repetition. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's huge. It's like aff- it's like affirmations, but the wrong way. Well, it is. It's a, exactly a, a negative affirmation. So and we all know the power of positive and negative thought and words. And when you put that out and you repeatedly put that out, it, all, it becomes a thing. Yeah. So it's about rebooting or restarting every single day with a positive affirmation. I mean, I do it now in my yoga practice where I get up and I love my body every day. I tell my body how much I love it. Uh, and it does make a difference because it shifts the way I think about my body. I think about how healthy I am now and how my body works for me and how I'm fluid in my movement and how I can get from A to B quite easily as opposed to thinking about the three extra inches on my waist which makes my body look square or the fact that my boobs are not the same as they were when I was 20. Those those nonsense thoughts that don't get me anywhere. Mm. So it's about positive affirmations and I do teach this to my clients as well. And a lot of my clients will come in and talk about the hate that they have for certain parts of their body and it's about just encouraging them to have a love for that part of their body yeah because when you have a love for a certain part of your body it changes yeah and it is it sounds it sounds daft in a way it sounds sort of or or airy fairy somehow Mm -hmm. to stand and say I love my body and we you know we feel self-conscious about doing it or even if you can't look in the mirror and say it even if you can just sort of not even say it out loud just Mm -hmm. say it in your head it's amazing that is really powerful Mm. I mean people change their lives doing that don't they it's so powerful I mean you know it's so easy to say I love my home I love my car actually the most important thing that you have as an asset that you can touch and feel is your body so the more that you say, and I think again, it's that kind of Western ego, oh my gosh, look at her, loving her body, that mean girl, Mm. nonsense um, that we have to try and eliminate from our society or from the way we talk to each other as women and as men. I think there's also a, a real element of people don't say nice things enough. And I know with my clients, they will come in and I will, I will literally pay them a few compliments. Like I'll say, God, your eyelashes are amazing <laughs> and your skin's great and I love your hair. And they might be like, oh, I hate my thighs. And I'm like, well, I'm not focusing on them. Yeah. I, like, I really like your hair. Yeah. Receiving a compliment can be really hard. I mean, you two must get that all the time. Mm. That you compliment people on their complexion or, or whatever. Mm. And how many people reject it? Well, I have a, a lot of people reject it. And Annie Mack told me, because she once said to me, you look great and I said oh I don't know I'm feeling it she said no 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 Jules I just said to you I think you look great yeah so don't come back to me with that and she pulled me aside and I was like oh my god and now it's something that I'm ingrained in if I say to someone I really like your lashes and if someone says oh no they look and I'm like no I'm telling you that's my opinion yeah I think but your I'm lashes paying you I'm giving this to you and and to reject it is yeah I mean what is it the same for you does everybody reject it yeah absolutely everyone does reject it and I do the same as you Jules I'm very much strong and forthright on my no that's my opinion actually your lashes do look great or how amazing is your skin and I, I do it a lot with clients as well after I've given 
them a facial and I'll give them the mirror and I'll say, look how amazing your skin is. And they'll say, mm. oh yeah, it's all down to you. And my reaction to that is, no, that's your skin. Yeah. That's you. There's your beauty. I've just taken off your makeup or given you a little massage or mm. put a mask on your face. That's you. So I kind of like to do the compliment after I do a treatment mm. as well, because then I can, I can Show punch. Them. Yeah, I can punch hard with the, no, but the beauty is you. Yeah. I haven't given you that beauty. It's there. Um, but yes, everyone goes, oh no, my legs don't look that great. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Uh, it's a real, it's so strong, that dialogue. I take a compliment all the time now. I mean, I will just hands up and go, yep, I'm taking that. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks thank for giving you. that to me. Thank yeah. you. People just cannot take compliments, which is actually a really weird state of mind. Yeah. That actually, why can't we just accept that someone's saying a really nice thing about I us? Know. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I just wanted to pick up as well on something that you said, Nicola, which is about the idea that, oh, look at her, she's so full of herself. You don't have to do it for anybody else. You don't have to say to somebody else, I look great, don't I? Mm. We, we, that's not what it's about, actually. No. It, it's not even about that. It's about doing it for you so you feel great and you're full and then you can be the best you can be for everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because I think a lot of girls don't think like that at all and they don't behave like that and they don't understand that it's doing it for themselves. And again, I think our society is so very visually, aesthetically led that you will look the best version of yourself to take a picture, to mm. upload it so that everyone else will give you a compliment on it and you feel that you're getting, your need is being served there, but actually it's not because no. it's only, a, it's a very short need and there's nothing deep and fulfilling in no. that. There'll never be enough of it either. Never. It will never be enough. Never, whereas actually if you just sit in the mirror in the morning and go, 
I love you. Morning, Nick, I love you. Like I get out of bed or I, before I get out of bed, I'll do my morning wake up yoga ritual because I'm really good with my yoga now. And I'll hug myself, knees into chest and hug yeah. myself. And I'll just say, I love you. And it makes such a difference to how I perform as a human being for the rest of the day. It makes me a nicer person. So my flow of compliments is possibly easier or my yeah. love of people is easier because I feel better in myself. Yeah, and you can't, you just can't give until you're full. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We were talking to Gina, Gina mentioned this, didn't she? Mm. She was like, your cup's got to be full before you, it can overflow towards everybody else. Yeah. I think society's changing a lot though with regards to um, self-care and whether it's fashionable or on trend or not, that's good because it's making us focus on things like self-care or, you know, a few years ago it was juicing and yoga and everyone said, yeah, it's just a trend, it's not, nobody's really doing it, but the fact is the focus is on those things which are better for you. Yeah. So even if it's a trending self-care hashtag, the fact is we're still putting a focus on that and self-care is the most important thing you have. And I think I learned that when I had children because I couldn't perform as a human being and a mother and a wife and a sister and a business person if I didn't have self-care because I wouldn't have the energy levels. And I, if I didn't have the love for myself, I wouldn't be able to function. So. You learn self-care at different points in your life, but if you have self-care, then you can. Your cup is full. Yes. You can then give out to others. We've had a few guests on who have spoken about um, something's happened in their life and it's made them really love their body more. Mm. And Because and, you have, haven't had the easiest run recently no. in terms of life, have you? No. <laughs> I've had a few rough years, to be fair. And you've been through quite a few mm. of those years with me. Um, yeah, I had a few rough years with regards to personal relationship and not being allowed actually to fulfill my full potential through one reason or another. But last year really was when I hit rock bottom and I got so sick that I almost died. And in fact, I did die. I died for three minutes and was resuscitated um, in surgery. And I came through to the, in the recovery. Well, first of all, my mum and dad were there and they live in Spain. So to see my mum and dad, I first of all thought I was hallucinating. I couldn't quite understand why they were there because I was told I was going to be in a 20 minute operation, which actually lasted just under five hours. Um, so to see my mum and dad there was really through me. Um, and then my surgeon came and sat down with my consultant and said to me, we think you should put your house in order because we don't know if you're going to survive. <gasps> this ordeal um, and basically I had a, an infection in my ovary which had escalated so much and I hadn't been aware of it because I was fit and healthy so my body had actually tried to fix myself um, but it leaked into my, my system and glued all my main organs together so my body started shutting down it put me into septic shock and then my ovary shut down and, and, and I was dying so they couldn't actually remove any of the infection from me, so they didn't know what to do with me. So I had a drain pipe coming out of my left side. I was really very poorly. Um, so I obviously came through that, it was last year, but I came through that because of a few reasons. One, obviously the National Health Service are amazing. 
I mean, we're very, very lucky to have them. But also I was aware that if I did some meditation, some guided healing meditation, brought in some vegan food, looked at doing Tai Chi so that I had flow and movement in my body while I was in my hospital bed and did a lot of self-care, that I may be able to get over this. And I did. So a lot of it was self-healing. But it scared the hell out of me because I wasn't ready to die. I had too much stuff to do and I hadn't, you know, there were lots of things I hadn't achieved. And my kids are little and um, I wasn't ready to leave them and I wasn't ready to, to, to give up what I wanted to be and do as a human being. So um, I fought really hard actually to get back to health. Um, and it changed everything, changed how I looked at my body, how I behaved, how I treated my body, how much I actually learned to love my body, not love myself, because I actually kind of do love myself. I love my spirit and my soul and that five-year-old girl that lives inside me, but I didn't really love my body, um, and it made me love my body. It made me understand how amazingly clever our bodies are at looking after us and how we abuse them with things like negative thoughts on cellulite on our thighs or the fact that we, our waists aren't as small as you know someone on Instagram or how you know our boobs are not the same shape or whatever it is mm. I just it just it makes those things so insignificant when you come to a point in your life where you perhaps haven't got life anymore yeah so yeah that was a tough year last year yeah that, I mean when we had Lauren on Wobble um, mm. Lauren had breast cancer mm. and she said in a way she was almost grateful to have gone through it because it woke her up to, like you said, all these things that she was perhaps wasting energy on yeah. and actually brought her, really awoke her to what was important. Would you kind of say that as well? 100%. Or, yeah. It definitely opened up an understanding of importance, yes. And it's something that I've managed to actually pass on to clients as well with even more empathy. So that I really love my clients and um, because I now understand the importance of health and, and being so sick and, and, and actually being grateful to have been that ill. You know, you fall so low and, and lots, many people say it, don't they, when they fall to a point where there is no return mm. or you have to fight for return, but it does just give you that appreciation of life and, and what's important and how to behave towards other people, actually. And I think if you behave towards other people with empathy and love and how you would like to, to, to receive the same attention, that they also pass that on. So profound, isn't it? Oh, it's massive, it is. isn't it? It is profound, as it should be. I think so, and I think, but it all comes back down to what we first started talking about, which is body image and loving yourself. and. You know, we really are not on this planet for very long at all. Not at all. It's a blink of an eye, really. And it's a blink of an eye to go from 20 to 30 and 30 to 40 and 40 to 50. And your mother and your grandmother and your great aunt and everyone, all the women that you know that are older and you all say it. It goes quickly. Embrace it and enjoy <laughs> yeah. it. Stop worrying about the yes. two inches on your butt. Who cares? Yeah. I often, I, this happened to me the other day, um, Facebook showed me old pictures. Every time I see an old picture, I thought, God, I thought I looked really fat then. I thought I was so big then. And I look at it now and I'm like, I looked 
great. What yeah. was going on? Do you know, it's it's crazy. We've had um, a few tweets and DMs about uh, stressed skin because a lot of people are revising at the moment. There's a lot of students that are listening. Acne is a big problem. And obviously we couldn't get you on without asking even <laughs> yeah. just the simplest yes. of tips for yeah. people to come away with this. I mean, I'm obsessed with my skin. And if my skin looks nice, then I feel great. And I think... If you're stressed, then it does take it out on your skin. But what are your, you know, really easy tips to just making sure your skin looks tip-top? Um, I think, yes. I mean, stress is the biggest factor in disruptive skin and causing congestion and whatever else is going on topically with your skin. So obviously understanding the stress and trying to take a little breath here and there helps future skin to be better. Um, with regards to addressing anything that's topically on the skin, congestion, or, or spots or skin looking dull and tired if you're stressed it tends to look a little bit grey sometimes and lacking in any luster and radiance it's about keeping it really simple cleansing toning doing a nice facial massage with a really organic simple easy oil the more you massage your face the more you build your circulation circulation Okay, so it's your blood. It's full of oxygen and nutrients, and those will feed the skin cells and feed the muscle tissue. Um, and those are going to be good things. They're going to build up your, your color in your face, going to remove tension and stress from the muscle tissue and the skin tissue. And if your skin tissue and your muscle holds tension and stress, it also holds toxins. And toxins are the things that, one, cause aging, two, will cause congestion, blemishes, pimples, any of those bumps that sit underneath the skin. So the more you massage your face and using pressure, use your tools, which are your hands. You don't need to go out and buy anything. You've got the tools at the ends of your arms. Spend a couple of minutes every night massaging your face. Start from the center of your face with your palms and work outwards and upwards. You want to open up the face, sweep away the day, remove the tension and the stress. Keep it clean, use a toner or a facial mist because that'll help with the pH balance on the surface of the skin, which will help to stop any further congestion but massage because you'll stimulate a lymphatic system as well. And your lymphs are there to clear away poisons and toxins and fluids. So if you get a puffy face, you wake up in the morning, start massaging. It's so simple. If you keep it easy and simple, you will have bouncy, healthy, vibrant skin, full of radiance. I want to do it right now. I want to massage my <laughs> think, face now. But there is a thing of, my friends say to me, they're like, oh, I don't have time for that. I can't do that. And it's like, but once you get into the habit of doing it, I'm like, it's part of my winding my myself down it's part of this whole process that I'm doing this massage because I massage my face yeah. and it really makes a difference I find as well um, if I take my makeup off as soon as I get in that I always do it better than just before I go to bed because by, yeah, the, time it get, by the time I get to like 11 o'clock or whatever so I'm so tired I just want to get into bed that's all I want to do I can't be bothered to do my whole face so yeah cleansing if you can when you get in I love doing that and my tip for my clients is with regards to their skincare routine every day I always say to them as soon as you get in from work or from your day remove your day get rid of your makeup your, the grime the pollution everything that's sat on your skin all day do another cleanse so you're cleansing the skin 
skin deeper. Put on your actives, so your army of bad boys, I call them. They're your actives, your anti-aging, your serums, your peptides, your collagen, all those things that are working for your skin. And then have your evening. You know, I'll make dinner, watch a bit of Corey, <laughs> whatever I need to do. Yeah. And then at bedtime, in bed, so you're not actually using any more time, you're in bed anyway. So instead of staring at Instagram for 10 minutes, get a facial oil and massage your skin for five minutes. Mm. And you're right, Jules, it calms you down. It actually preps your body for sleep as well. So you can have better sleep, but your skin is also prepped. And the other thing an oil does at bedtime is because you're massaging it into the skin, it's dropping deep. It locks in your bad boys, your army of anti-aging, so they actually work even better for you. They'll keep working. As soon as you finish your day and you get home, get rid of London or Manchester or Aberdeen or wherever you live. Get rid of it and have fresh skin to, to enjoy your evening with. Oh, gorgeous. We always ask everyone, Nicola, if you wobble, what makes you wobble? I've got two I'm going to tell you about then. So I was a painfully shy child and actually was really bullied by a teacher when I was really young. And I think that affected me hugely right into my adulthood. So if I'm ever going to be meeting anyone new, I really wobble. And what happens is my OCD kicks in. So I've got a little bit of OCD when it comes to cleanliness. Um, and that kicks in quite madly. In fact, even if I've got guests coming to visit that mm -hmm. I know, that will make me wobble and I'll spend a little bit longer than I need to cleaning. And the other thing that really makes me wobble is infection. I think because I got so sick last year, I wobble about, you know, aeroplanes sometimes or being in an airport and I can't, I, I'm not very good at coping at the, at, in those situations. And that makes me wobble badly, just thinking, oh, I'm going to get sick again. Yeah. I've got to be really careful. I'm gonna, I need to, I, you know, sometimes I'll be on the underground and actually it's really busy and there's people sneezing and coughing and that's all fine really in our day-to-day -day lives but because I got so sick I will cover my face with a scarf and I'll think please let me just get me off this train I just need to be outside in the air and then I'll get in the air and I'll think oh, maybe there's germs and you know so I do wobble about getting sick again as yeah. well and then you just have to have it but at least you know at least you know that that's your thing and yeah. you know it's going to cross your mind and you can deal with it when it does I just you know what I just kick into a couple of like 30 seconds of breathing meditation to go you're fine actually you know you you struggled with a lot more than just someone coughing on the tube you're yeah. not gonna get sick so yeah I do I do I, I I'm very aware that I reset that thought and I breathe through it. Nicola, I mean, we have sat here all afternoon and eaten you out of house, <laughs> house and, and home. home. Yes. Um, we're going to continue to do that long into this evening. Thank you so much for being on Wobble. Thank sure. you. Thank you for having me. I could literally sit and talk to Nicola all day. I think yeah. the journey that she's been through, um, you know, almost lost her own life, Yeah. as well as being that woman that is constantly inviting clients into her space and really being with people day in, day out and listening to people's issues and problems, but also seeing their hang-ups firsthand. For me, chatting to Nicola makes me feel way more comfortable in my own skin. Yeah, I find her really generous. She's a really, she's got a really generous spirit. I mean, as Jules mentioned at the start, she literally fed us everything in her house. But the way she talks, it's how giving she is. She's so giving with advice, 
advice and love and she really genuinely wants all her clients to feel the best that they possibly yes. can which is so lovely and um, also I just want to say that when we went to record that just over a week ago that point about massaging your skin I have been doing that right I haven't bought anything new I haven't changed my products all I've done is massage my skin at night or cleanser or moisturizer my skin is amazing that really works I just I've got to it say does that. Really it work. really does work it's also it's a tiny tiny thing that you're including yeah. into your regime but actually and this is what why I, I mean beauty is so amazing it's that self-love yeah. it's giving yourself mm. that moment and that massage and yes it is good for skin tone and yes it does improve you know circulation and it helps with lymphatic drainage but it also gives yourself a little bit of self-love which is yes. like the best thing that I think you can do for you know costs nothing it takes five minutes to do and yeah. it actually has a massive knock-on effect completely you're absolutely right um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Wobble subscribe rate we'd love all that five stars please and also <laughs> um if you uh, like Wobble, you might like Jules and Sarah the podcast. Actually, if you haven't come, if you haven't cross-pollinated between the two, mm. do have a look for Jules and Sarah the podcast. This podcast is in association with a self-tanning brand that I have co-founded, the Isle of Paradise, a brand that is aimed to make you look and feel better and be your best self. Absolutely. And we will see you next time for another brilliant guest on Wobble. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.